listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast of sweet chiropractic success. Now, here's your host, Billy Sticker. Hey guys, Billy here. Welcome to episode, what is this, I think 105 of Cairo Candy. Um, and if you've been listening the past few weeks, uh, a lot of you know that I spent last week at uh, up in Dallas at Funnel Hacking Live, uh, which was Tuesday through Thursday. And it was Russell, Brun- Russell Brunson's event. It was fantastic. Uh, I actually hung out a lot with uh, Dr. Tabor Smith. Uh, let's see, Dr. Chad Wolner, uh, we all hung out together. Dr. Ed uh, Osborne and his wife, uh, Dr. Karen, was there. Uh, there was just a, a lot of chiropractors there. But 1,500 marketers from you know from all over. And it was just a, a fantastic event. I highly recommend, if you can even get tickets for next year's event, I definitely recommend doing so. But what I want to do for this show is talk about, I guess, what would be, let's see, I have eight of the key takeaways that um, that I had. Now, obviously, I have a lot more than that. Uh, I took pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of notes. Some of them were more strategy, things to do for marketing, and some were more mindset-type things. And these are some key takeaways that I want to share because they really stood out to me. But I really think if you implement these eight things, it can really help transform your practice and your business as well. Uh, One of the first things that uh, one of the, the first big keys I had was to think bigger. And if you've heard my story Excuse me. I'm fighting allergies. As a matter of fact, I guess it was Wednesday. My voice just disappeared. And Wednesday and Thursday at the event was horrible. Especially considering Tony Robbins was there the last day. And I had no voice. And he's trying to get everybody to hoop and holler and yell. Uh, Everybody was except this guy. But the first thing is to think bigger. And if you've heard my story... You know, I I worked in the coin business for about seven or eight years. I got out, went to work for a local chiropractor who had a couple of different offices. And I started off being the guy that just kind of handled the marketing. I I was the one that was out in the community doing uh, all the different events, um, whether it's health fair, screenings, you know, setting up at the basic foods, um, doing screenings, doing talks. I was that guy. And... I eventually started doing exams. We used the uh, CLA's Insight, the subluxation station, and he taught me how to use that. I would do exams. I would do day one, day two, and just really fell in love with the profession. You know, the miracles that we would see with patients, just the, the life transformation, I loved. But after a few years of doing that, it just still wasn't the same income that I'd been making when I was selling coins. So I ended up getting back into the coin business, you know, for another, I don't know, eight, nine years or so. Uh, And then I finally decided, you know what, I've got to do something for myself. And I knew I wanted to help serve this profession. But where where I'm going with this is 
it was very difficult to walk away from the coin business because it was a it was a solid six figure income it was a a great income especially for someone who doesn't have a college degree and i knew the business i'd been doing it a long time was good at it I, for the most part i enjoyed it but it was hard to walk away from that to start my own business and being at this event looking around they they gave away these let me back up some it was almost like a an MLM event and i think it was because of the opportunities you know that's kind of what's exciting about going to some big network marketing event but the opportunities that they were showing that's aware or that's available when you're using internet you know just internet marketing what you can do to grow your business and they gave away what they uh these awards they called they were for the two comma club and it's people who have used click funnels to sell over seven figures you know over a million dollars worth of whatever product it is and because there's two commas in a million it's what they call the two comma club well there was over a hundred people that they gave away these awards to now click funnels has only been around a couple of years and some of these guys got two of these awards you know in the past couple of years i mean they've grown to selling multiple seven figures of stuff online and i think it really just opened my eyes to think bigger for my business and even in your business wherever you're at wherever you you want to be you need to even think bigger there are tons of people out there. I say this all the time and I love this. Whatever your dream practice looks like, it is absolutely attainable. There are people out there that have your dream practice. It's time to level up. So the first thing is think bigger. The second thing is authentically serve. And what I mean by that is just be authentic. Be you and serve your community. Whatever... You know, obviously in your business, it's going to be the people in your area. Uh, for me, it's the chiropractic community. Uh, I want to be authentic. I want to be me. I don't want to try to be somebody else. I, I need to be me. I need to be vulnerable. <coughs> and uh, there's a guy named Dan Henry. And this is nothing negative at all about Dan Henry, but this guy started doing Facebook ads several years ago, and then he developed a program on how to start a Facebook ad ads agency and how you can you know make all this money doing ads for all these different businesses. And I've even watched some of his training. I never bought his course, but I did watch some of his training, and it is pretty good. Well, he has sold, he sells this course for $1,000, and the last three or four months of 2016, he made over a million dollars selling this course. So there's a lot of people out there who now want to be Facebook ad people. Well, one of the courses that they talk about, or one of the niches that they say you should go after is chiropractors. And I'm guessing, well, I know some of you guys have already been approached by some of these people. And what they their sales approach is, hey, find a chiropractor, tell them you'll set up a Facebook campaign for free for them. You know, you'll run ads for a week or so, and then once you show them leads coming in, then charge them $1,500 a month. And when I first heard this, you know, first off, I was like, uh, I didn't like it because one, whenever I do Facebook ads for doctors, 
I don't do anything for free. Not up front. I just, I don't, you know, uh, I know my stuff works and I charge a fee and it's a fair fee. And that's, that's what I do. Um, so that part, I was like, oh, you know, I almost felt a little bit like, you know, all these people are going to, they're encringing, encringing on my territory. But $1,500 a month, I thought, my goodness, that's, I thought that's pretty expensive, especially for what they were doing. I knew I don't charge near that. And, um, and sure enough, you know, I've actually had some of my clients that have been approached by these guys and two that I know of have actually taken them up on it, let them generate some leads for about a week. And then they do, didn't do anything else with them. Well, today I had a phone call scheduled with a potential client and he brought just in talking, he brought up that he was approached by this guy. They did, you know, uh, ads for about a week and he got all these leads and, you know, not all the leads came in, but, you know, one of them did converted to a patient and then, you know, sent in four referrals within a week. So uh, it was very, very profitable for him. But he said, he goes, then he wanted $1,500 a month. And I thought if I'm going to do business with somebody, I wanted to give you a shot. He was talking about me. You know, he said, Billy, I want to reach out to you because you're somebody that's been giving to this profession for several years now. And you're authentic and you know, I just wanted to give you a shot. So anyway, I got a new client because of that, but it kind of ties in here. You know, you need to be authentic, be you and serve your community, you know, create value and what you're doing needs to be benefiting others. If you guys did not hear the webinar we did a couple of weeks ago with Dr. Josh Wagner, uh, go back a few episodes and listen to that podcast and watch that rep, that webinar. There should still be a replay link up. It was fantastic. The webinar was fantastic um, because he talks about cool stuff your CAs can do when they're you know scheduling appointments uh, with these patients. But just the the whole positioning of benefiting others is. It was fantastic. I can't recommend it highly enough. Go back and do that. But anyway, it all goes back to authentically serving your your community that you're um, that you're trying to be in. So that's two. One, think big. Two, authentically serve. Number three, I'm gonna try to speed these up now. Uh, this was by Stu McLaren, and he said marketing is is like marriage. And <coughs> excuse me. Now, obviously. Uh, well, he said marketing's like marriage and he showed a picture of people dating, like out of the, or I say dating, dancing out of the club and the guys are trying to kiss these girls and the girls are like, you know, no, stay away from me. And the guys are drunk and got their mouth open and kissing their nose. It's hilarious pictures, but he was tying it in that a lot of times people expect marketing to lead straight into marriage, like immediately, you know, you show them an offer, boom, there's a relationship there. And now you're taking it to the next level. Well, there needs to be a relationship built. And that's what your marketing message needs to do is it needs to nurture and grow that relationship. And I say this to my clients all the time. If you, if your potential patients, okay, they have a pain, they have a need and you have the solution and they know you have the solution, but they're not coming to you yet. It's only because they don't know, like, and trust you. 
And so that's part of your marketing message is to develop that relationship. So that was the third big takeaway is uh, marketing is like marriage. Okay, You've got to build that relationship and you do it through effective marketing. And then the fourth thing, this was one of the things I learned from Tony Robbins. He was scheduled to speak for three hours and he spoke for five and it was, it was great. But two of the big takeaways, this was the first one, was the science of achievement. The science of achievement. And the reason he calls it science is because it is a science. You know, the first thing is for you to know exactly what it is you want. Some of you guys are going through your day, you're going through a day at, at work, a week at work, a month at your practice, and you're just, you're in a routine. You never stop to say, how many patients do I want to see a week? What do I want my collections to be? How many new patients do I want coming in a month? You know, other than, oh, I want a bunch, you know, or I want 30 new patients this month. And you don't do, you're not putting any plans into place. So the first thing is to know what you want and then put a plan together because there are several plans that you can put together to help you get to that point. But you first have to know where you want to go, put together a plan, and then take massive action. Guys, you can do that, but it is a, it's a science of knowing what you want, putting together a plan, and then taking action. And then the fifth thing, or which was the second thing from Tony Robbins, was the art of fulfillment. So you had the science of achievement followed by the art of fulfillment. And the reason he said it's an art, <coughs> excuse me, is because it's it's different than achievement. It's an art because you can achieve something and not be fulfilled. And he made a, a quote or a statement that was, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. But we have to be grateful for the success that we have had. Because wherever you're at right now, there was a time when that was your goal. And then you get there, and then you, it, it's the law of familiar out familiarity. I'm not even saying that right and I'm too tired and I apologize. But we get accustomed to it and then we don't appreciate it anymore. And he used the example of you know going out and buying a brand new, let's say you had a sports car and you've got this car and you're just so proud of this car, you're taking care of this car and you go to the store and you park way out away so nobody, you know, scratches it and you leave the store, you go to get in the car and you look and there's a scratch like a six inch scratch on the door and it's just a punch in the gut. And then a month or two later, there's another scratch and a dent on the fender, you know, and then, you know, a year or so down the road, there's another scratch here and another scratch here. And then all of a sudden it just, it doesn't mean anything to you. And it's because we get familiar with it. And then he says, well, I'm not talking about your car. I'm talking about your relationship. And then it really struck a chord with a lot of people because that's what happens. Even in our relationship with our spouse, with our kids, we, you know, we get familiar and we don't appreciate it like we should. But we have to be appreciative. We have to have an attitude of gratitude. Look at Robin Williams. You know, he wanted to have, you know, one, he went to Hollywood and he wanted to be a star. And it happened. He had Mark and Mindy. 
And then he wanted to have the number one show on TV. And he did. Mark and Mindy went on to become one of the number one shows on TV. Then he wanted to win an Oscar in a non-comedic role because he was known, you know, for, for being a comedian. Uh, and he did. He ended up winning uh, an Oscar, I think it was uh, for Good Will Hunting. And, you know, he goes on to achieve so many fantastic things. And then he hangs himself. Because he had achieved, he had mastered the the science of achievement. But he had not mastered the art of fulfillment. So you need to learn to be happy with where you are, with what you have. You don't have to be satisfied, but you can still be thankful for what you have and where you're at right now. Uh, so that was number five. Let's recap these real quick. We had think bigger was the first one. Authentically serve is the second one. Marketing is like marriage is the third. The fourth is science of achievement. Fifth is the art of fulfillment. And then these next three is what I learned from Garrett, uh, Garrett White. Now this guy was fantastic. If you've, uh, if you haven't heard of him, I'll try to put a link in the show notes. He developed a program called Wake Up Warrior. And it's a program for married businessmen. It's pretty expensive. And you go, it's either a week or a really long weekend. And it's basically, you kick each other's butt, you fight, you do like this Navy SEALs type training. But it just really kind of tears you down. But it's supposed to help you know, strip you down to determine exactly who you are as a man, as a business person, as a husband, as a dad, as a friend, that kind of thing. <clears throat> but he tells a story about how he had a business in his 20s, late to mid to late 20s, and he, <coughs> excuse me, guys, I really hate coughing on a podcast, but it's going to happen on this one. But he was really successful uh, in his business in his uh, late 20s, maybe even early 30s, whatever. And then his business failed. He lost it and he lost it all. And they went, got to the point where, you know, his wife is stressing out over, you know, being at the grocery store, wondering if her debit card's going to work, you know. Um, and just really went from a super, super high to a really rock bottom low. And he's had some identity issues. And um, But he picked up a book on marketing, I think it was uh, one of the J. Conrad Levinson books on guerrilla marketing. And he said that was the first time he saw himself as a marketer. And that's the the sixth point is I am a marketer or you are a marketer. He said he'd always seen himself as a business person. But, you know, in the marketing department, that's just something different that that department does. But no, if you own a business, you are a marketer. And, you know, that's the whole reason I started Cairo Candy. And when you would go to CairoCandy.com, I had up there at the top, you know, equipping you to think like a marketer. That was the whole point of this show is, you know, I'm not a chiropractor. I know some of the philosophy, but obviously not like you guys. I didn't go to school for that. But I understand being a marketer, and that's kind of my contribution is, you know, what can you do or what can I do to help you guys think like a marketer? But that was, you know, one of the first things he said is, I am a marketer. And you've got to say that. You have to put that hat on and realize you are a marketer 
for your practice, for your message. Okay? The second thing is you are a closer. If a new patient shows up, okay, and they're there for their report of findings, one, they showed up to begin with because they resonated with your marketing. And number two, if you have a service that's going to benefit them, you owe it to them to close. You owe it to yourself, to your business, to your staff to close. You owe it to your family to close. Nothing beneficial is going to come out of that relationship if you don't close. Now, if you can't help them, you need to send them down the road and refer them to somebody who can. But if you can, you have to close. You know, I've had podcasts before. I think it was I think it was episode 67 where the whole thing was about sales and you know, from my background in sales, we talked about strategies of closing during your report of findings. The webinar we did the other day with Dr. Josh Wagner. It was fantastic when it talks about doing your reports and closing patients and how to get referrals before they even accept care. I mean, it's just great stuff. But you're a marketer and you are a closer. You have to be a closer. And then the third thing is you're a leader, but you are not a savior. And I thought this one was really good is you're a leader, but you're not a savior. You know, hopefully you're in a position in your practice where you don't have to take any patient that walks through the door. You know, you can build a practice of the patients that you like to see. And I tell clients this all the time. I want your business, but I don't need your business. And one of the reasons I don't just put prices up on a website and, you know, have it where people can sign up for, you know, Facebook marketing or the book writing services online is I want to talk to you. I want to find out if we're even going to be a good fit Um, because this is one thing that I really resonated with. I want to be a leader, but I'm not a savior. I've had people before who were struggling in practice and I just needed, you know, the business also and, and sign them up and, and they're just not in the right mindset. So that's one of the things I do is I want to find out what kind of practice do you have now? Ideally, I want to work with the guys who already have a pretty solid practice. They're just ready to crank it up to the next level. You know, I had an incident just this past um, this past week. Well, it was actually right after this event. <clears throat> and somebody was wanting me, not necessarily to negotiate my price down, but wanted to break it up into payments and all this. And I was having a hard time. I wanted to get the guy on the phone. And he said, look, let's just schedule a call. And he would just kept emailing me. I can't get on the phone. I'm busy, this, that, and the other. Just what's your prices? And I said, well, you wouldn't tell a patient a price for care over the phone without first talking to them and getting them in, doing an exam, and finding out what's going on. And he said, okay, well, touche, you got me there. And <clears throat> anyway, I'm still trying to get him on the phone, and he referred somebody to me. And I started working with him, and we're just getting tons of leads coming in his first week. So 
now he's you know coming back to me and uh anyway <clears throat> I still can't get him on the phone he's just busy whatever so I ask him a list of questions you know tell me about your practice what are you seeing now what services are you offering uh you so on and so forth so this list of questions that I ask <clears throat> and he makes a comment <clears throat> excuse me and he mentions that you know he's seeing I forget he's 40 or 50 a week maybe something like that and he says it's his fault he's never done any marketing but he realizes if he doesn't do something he's going to have to shut his practice down so in my email back to him I still said look you know I would like to get on the phone with you still but I want you to understand this. And I said a couple of other things. I said, I know without a doubt, especially with the services that you're offering, the Facebook campaign is going to be successful. We are going to get you new patients in. But I want you to understand this. I'm a marketer. I'm not a savior. And I was hesitant on putting that because typically I wouldn't be that brazen just to, to put that. Maybe I just felt a little more pumped up just from you know coming off this... Um, you know, this marketing conference and I almost deleted it. I thought, no, you know what? He just told me that he may be going out of practice. If he doesn't grow, if he doesn't start to grow, he needs to know that I'm not going to handle that pressure. You know, I'm not putting the success of his practice on my back. That's not up to me. That's up to him. I can get new patients in, but the rest is up to him. So I left it and He emailed back and, you know, said a couple of things. And then he said, regarding a savior, I don't need one of those. I already have one. And so I kind of laughed, you know, wrote back, you know, LOL. Hey, I get it. And I have one too. My son's in Bible school. I get that. There's no disrespect meaning, uh, or I didn't mean any disrespect. I just wanted him to know I'm not taking the pressure of his practice, you know, surviving that's not that's not on me. And so I think he did understand and we actually have a call scheduled for in the morning and um and I really feel confident that that's actually going to go well because I know the type of practice he has is going to be with our campaigns is going to be successful. But <clears throat> anyway, that's my story about uh, being a leader, not a savior. And maybe I should have handled that differently, I don't know. But I, hopefully it's going to help him grow his practice and you know, help me grow my business too. So it's a win-win, right? Anyway, let's recap all those real quick and we'll wrap this week up. Think bigger. Authentically serve. Marketing is like marriage. The science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Number six is you are a marketer. You are a closer. And then the final one, number eight, is you are a leader, but you are not a savior. That's it for the show notes on this show and all the shows. You can find that at kairokindy.com. But for this particular episode, go to kairokindy.com forward slash one zero five. That's it, guys. Once again, excuse my allergies, my coughing, my stopped up nose. Um, I would typically go back and edit the show and take out the coughs, but you know what? I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be vulnerable, and I'm leaving them in, and there you go. But, hey, I really appreciate you guys. If you find these shows beneficial, please, please, please 
But we get thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads on these shows, and I only have a handful of iTunes reviews. And part of that's my fault because I don't ask you guys for them. But I would love an iTunes review. Go to KyroCandy.com forward slash iTunes. Uh, and it'll walk you through what you need to do to write a review. But we really would appreciate that. That's it. We will see you guys next week on another episode of Cairo Candy. See you.